Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, mama, and spiritual soul seeker. Each week, this podcast will bring you interviews, stories, and mentoring so you can truly know your value, know your worth, and elevate all areas of your life. Let's rise together. Hi, welcome to today's episode. I'm so happy to be here. And today I have the beautiful Rochelle and she is a heart-centered mama for a mindset coach for mamas and founder of the Mastering Mama Mindset Method. She specializes in moving overwhelmed mamas into a more energized and um, calmer life where they are in control of their emotions. So I hope, please let me know how I did with that intro. Is there anything else you would like to add? It was gorgeous, Marla, except that I've got five children. So oh, <laughs> we don't want to leave one out. They'll be so upset. No, it's all good. Oh, why did I it's write four? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm excited to um, so, be here. So thank you for allowing me into your space. And You're so welcome. I'm so happy to have you here today. Um, and I'd love you love to start. My like One of my favourite questions to start is, how do you like to start your day? Oh, I love, I see, I'm really big on my doing my gratitude as soon as I wake up. So mm-hmm. I, I'm usually, I have a little body next to me, at, at least one, they sort of creep in early in the morning. And so we let them, let, let them, let them in the blankets. Um, but I love to do some deep breathing exercises. So the, like the box breath, breathing in, holding for three, holding for three, breathing out, and then saying like ho'oponopono in my head which oh, is beautiful. like a, a Hawaiian prayer yeah, of gratitude and making everything uh, null and, and, and steady. So um, that's my morning routine. That's what I do before I, before I even get the feet on the ground. Amazing. Such a beautiful way, way to start your day and like simple and not too, um, you know, not too time consuming, especially like as a mama to five, you know, um, so I love that you still managed to integrate that in, um, even with the busy juggle. And um, what compelled you to become a coach for mamas? Oh, I love this. I love this question because it's amazing the power of of some words that can make such a difference in your life. And I was in a state where I was um, very overwhelmed myself, and and. Um, I didn't have much room for my family and I was judging myself a lot. And we were on a family holiday with two gorgeous friends and I was so critical of my parenting because we're all in the same house um, that I really wasn't having fun on this like amazing experience that we were having. And one night, um, one of their husbands came to actually let us go out and have a cocktail. So he looked after 14 children and allowed us three women who'd been looking out. So that's a miracle in itself. Yeah. But he allowed us to go out to have a cocktail. And, um, and I was sitting there and one of my girlfriends said to me, but, but Rochelle, you're so patient. And I literally spat my cocktail out and I was like, hold on a second. So here I am thinking that I am like the worst mum in the world. I was, I was thinking that I was too critical of my kids all the time. And I was like pulling them up on everything. And that's what I was really in my head about. And then I'm thinking that, and their experience of me was that I was super patient and that just blew my mind yeah 
Wow. It just, it, that sent me, catapulted me into the, hold on, what I'm feeling inside is very different to how I'm being seen in the world and how I'm showing up in the world. And then it was just this, like, I just loved going into learning about the mind and learning about why that happens and why we do that to ourselves, especially as mum. Yeah, that's so interesting. So you were kind of didn't really look into that stuff too much before then. That was really the catalyst for it. Yeah, I was. I feel like I'd always. Um, it's like I did. I did. I've done energy healing, and I've always. Um, I've come from a very scientific background, so I'm actually a podiatrist, and I and I work as a podiatrist, and I um. So my so when I went into energy, like I came into this energy healing space, and I was that was just really bizarre for me, um, and so because you couldn't really explain it with science, it was this really bizarre like mix of one being like way over here on the left field and one <laughs> one very analytical on the on the right hand side. Yeah. And so then I kind of discovered this field called neuro linguistic programming, and that's kind of that's an amazing, amazing like coaching tool that I use that is, um, it kind of marries both. So it's like, it kind of explains why we're getting things happening for us on an energetic um, perspective in, in a more like scientific, this is how our brain stores things. This is how we do it. And for me, that was like my linker that made me go, Oh, I just, I need to learn more. I need to learn how we do all of this because um, it's, it's a, the more I can learn about how my brain works and how, we work as society like the more I can help people and mm. and as mums you know we're so critical of ourselves often that um we don't realize how amazing we're doing and what we're doing already is phenomenal so that's my passion is like getting people to realize how amazing they already are yeah it's not they already are they're just not owning it and that's what where I was and um I just want to be able to give people that opportunity where they can get to a space where they're enjoying themselves and their beautiful family. Yeah. That, and that's so. Instead of beating themselves up. All... Yeah. Um, so in light of that, what is your mission? My mission is just to open mum's eyes to see how amazing they already are. I feel like once you go into the world, there's so many different tools and there's so many different techniques but actually they're all really easy and it's about just taking control of your time so mamas we don't have much but really making sure that we um, get back to ourselves and um, so taking care of our time and really like getting back into in love with ourselves is one of the biggest things that is just inspiring me to move forward and, and, and keep going and Bringing, their, bringing all of these tools to amazing mamas to help them feel amazing about what they're already doing. Yeah. And um, so time management, I mean, that's a huge, huge thing because I know so many mums, myself included, can feel like there's no time sometimes. So how do you, what do you suggest for that kind of? I love that question because really um, we all have the same amount of time and really all we have is right now to be honest so um definitely there's lots of tools around time management but the biggest the biggest thing is actually making time for yourself because mm. when you're feeling that overwhelm and like that that feeling like you have no time is because you haven't created space 
in, in for yourself to meet your own needs and because your own needs aren't met and you're not feeling calm about or you know love yourself then you don't you feel like you have no time to give everybody else but the fact is as a mum like you you we are amazing at adding a million different tasks and doing thousands of things in a day but the most important one that we all seem to miss out on and we've been taught even not to do it is making sure that our needs are, and making sure that we create space for us to be in kind of stillness but um it's it's a little less practical saying to mum be still <laughs> but it's like how do you find ways to create space for yourself so that you feel like you have more space yeah so so can we break this down a little bit so you know say you're a mum and you've got like some like a couple of kids at home and you're like but I literally am just like running around between the two kids like I'm my partner's either not around or it's like working a lot so like I don't like how how do I how do I do that tricky because it's all it's not one size fits all for mum so that's for sure but what I encourage in, in, in when I'm working with women is to create a self-love routine that they're dedicated to do every day. And that can be really little. Like it doesn't have to be a half an hour thing because generally you don't have like a huge amount of time. And just having a space around that. And then I actually teach my children that that's like my time. That's my space. And they, they respect that and I feel like um, it's interesting because we can be there for our children all the time but the fact is they're going to grow up and become parents as well um, hopefully or whatever they want to do but they need to learn of you by mimicking your behavior that they need to um, honor their own mm. needs and their own self-love by you showing them that hey mum's important too mum needs some time and getting really creative about how you create that for yourself. So one really short little, um, and I always share it with people is like a moment from taking some really deep breaths. You know that moment when you've strapped your kids in the car and they're all screaming and there's loud noise and then you shut the door and you have to walk around to your front, to your driver's seat. Yeah. I, I always say that it's like really take three amazingly deep, shut the door, and for a brief moment, you're alone and you're walking around to the side. But actually, if you, if you truly tap in and realise and, and create deep gratitude for that moment of space, then you'll, you'll be looking for those spaces where you can create that for yourself and you'll be able to, to find more in your daily routine is when you have those moments is really becoming aware of those little moments because they're, they're fleeting in motherhood. They oh, are. Yeah. But it's how you it's like how what you create them to be as well it's a lot of the time we just rush shut the door rush around to the other side like that's your moment mama you get to have a like you time for a few steps <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> I really love that and that's, so, yeah. that's such a simple thing to do and um it is that I love that I'm definitely going to try that myself um and I love that you how you how you mentioned how you start your day as well like that seems like a really simple act of self-love that you can give yourself every morning before you even get out of bed um so I think that's really 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 
useful. And um, how can mamas like manage overwhelm or move through it? It's, 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 yeah. Overwhelm is a really tricky thing because it depends on what's creating it for you. But um, overwhelm is often about you have expectation about how things are supposed to be. Um, and I, I've talked about this before, like for me, when I was beating myself up was because I had this expectation of being like this Mary Poppins mum over, over here, like, you know, the expectation that I was going to have musicals with the children, it was going to be this amazing space. And then the reality is you still have to, you know, you still have to get your children to stop doing things. And there's five kids running around. We were, there was 14 kids running around, but you know, even if there's one child running around, and it's not behaving the way that you're expecting it to behave, um, that gap in between the expectation and where you actually are is where that overwhelm is created. So mm. it's really about coming back to where what's happening right now in the moment and, and loving yourself where you are right now. So yeah. even if you say, say I mean, I, I love an example of like where you feel like you've yelled at your child and then you feel really bad that you've yelled at your child. So it creates more te tension and stress. But if you could say to yourself, oh, okay, that was an ineffective thing that I've done. And I can go and fix that relationship with my child by saying, sorry, mommy shouldn't have yelled. You know, I'm, I'm sorry about that for you. So to do that for you, will you forgive me? And let's find And so then you're, you're not creating more and more tension for yourself. So we're all going to have ineffective moments and often it's like we judge ourselves as mum about how we think it should be and how how we are and then and so that gap is where we're getting like so stressed out all the time but if we could love ourselves for the things we do like your child's going to grow up at one point and yell at somebody and showing them that once you've yelled at them you can go and say sorry and make up for it is a beautiful thing to do if you're yeah. yelling at your child all the time maybe maybe you know reach out to somebody who does some coaching to help you through it but like it's about loving who you are right now and that creates more space and a calmer place to come from mm, yeah I really love that um and what's what's like another tool that someone could could use right now that you think is really useful yeah um I told you I spoke about before about the box breath and I feel like it was what I do in the morning and I feel like this is one of the it's a really simple thing and you can do it while you're doing anything else and especially as a mum it's um the reason why I talk about the box breath so much is because when you hold so I'll, I'll explain what you're doing you're breathing in really slowly for at least three seconds and you're holding with your lungs full for three seconds and you're breathing out for three seconds and holding out for three seconds and you're doing that three times, so three box breaths. But the reason why that's so important in motherhood is because when you're in overwhelm, when you're in stress and anxiety, your body is in fight or flight mode, which is your neuro neurological system is on adrenaline, you're on cortisol, they're not really healthy chemicals to have running around in your body all the time, mm -hmm. um, which is why you feel stressed and also why we're exhausted because you've run a mar marathon by the end of the day. Yeah. But doing these breaths is actually, especially the holding out and holding in and slowing the nervous system down, is switching your body from your, your fight or flight mode 
your sympathetic into your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your resting and your healing system in your body. So it's about catching yourself where you are and just actually without letting go of thoughts, you can have whatever thoughts you want, but it's, it's getting your body to switch out of that fight, flight, stress mode into a more calmer spot. It's easier said than done when everything's running around, but the more you could link it to something else you do, so neurologically link it to something you do, great to do when every time you get in the car and you're sitting behind the wheel, so you just link that I'm going to do that every time I sit behind the wheel in the car. It just gives you an opportunity to really settle your nervous system down mm. because it's motherhood is crazy motherhood <laughs> is crazy yeah, like is. there's curveballs that fly at you from every which angle like all the time like we are amazing amazing human beings like during one course of a day you make thousands of choices that affect not only your life but your children's lives your partner's lives your whole family's lives your future and immediate self and not only that, then you get all these bizarre things that get thrown at you through the day. Like your child might start a new behavior or you might get a diagnosis about something that you have to interpret, like include in the family or it might be a financial um, situation that's changed. And we, we are phenomenal at adapting and keeping everybody moving forward. We feel like that's, and end of the day and be like, damn, I kept everybody alive. We're all recently, yeah. <laughs> we're all recently psychologically yeah. okay. I'm a champion for doing that. We yeah, don't celebrate so enough. True. Think, we, we don't. Like, it's amazing. You mean, you have two small humans that, like, at the stage of life where you're at, they're, they're the hardest that they possibly... My, my youngest is five now, and it's like we went on holidays... And they all can do their seatbelts up. They all can get themselves dressed. And my my brothers and my sister's little children were there. And I was like, I do not envy them. <laughs> I'm on those stage as well. Because you're, you're running around all the time after them. Yeah. But it's why it's even more important to have like a, a, a practice. And I love that you asked about the morning routine. Because... Um, your self-love routine is so important that you want to get it done really early in the morning. And if that means getting up earlier than your children to be able to give yourself some space and some time, then it's so worth it. And I know, um, I know how hard that is to hear as a mum because for many years I resisted the get up early thing. Um, and all, you know, some people it's better for them later, later at night, but it's make sure that you create some space for yourself will make you feel like you have so much more time and energy to give the little people that you love. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I, that's what really saved my life. I feel when I had postnatal depression, it was getting up early and making time for myself. And that's what got me out of it by doing that. So, I mean, yeah. If I'm honest, lately I haven't been getting up early, but generally for most of the time I do and I will get back to doing that very soon. I do I do things when I first get up, but it's a bit messy right now because um, my little one is so little. But, um, yeah, no, for, for years I've been a huge advocate of getting up 
before your kids and it's been so instrumental in healing for me so yeah. I really really believe in that um and so what's um like one of the um hurdles that you've personally faced and how did you overcome it well I've I've it's it's funny when you ask that question it's like oh which one which one, which one do I choose <laughs> <laughs> I have to say um very very real to my heart lately is, is at the end of last year my husband and I separated and that was um for me it was very interesting navigating that because um where I'm at and because of the work I've done so in in, in my my coaching that I do with people but also I, I do it all for myself as well we do some techniques called timeline therapy where you let go of all past negative emotions and you can let go of all past limiting beliefs and that the technique is so powerful that when I when my husband left and now he's not even around so he's not even helping with the five kids um I I if I had done that you know, a few years ago, I would still be in a crying heap. <laughs> like, there was no way I'd be able to to keep doing what I do and hold the beautiful humans that I get to hold yeah. and do it all still loving life. And still, there are moments where I, when I was sad, definitely. And you, and there was moments of, um, of, you know, like feeling like going into victimhood really is where I was. It was like, oh, poor me. Yeah. Um, and But I allowed myself to have those moments so I could move through them really quickly. And it's it just made me realise how powerful these tools are that I'm like, actually, everyone's going, oh, I know how you feel. I'm like, oh, actually, I feel really good. Like, I feel like this is happening for me and it's all for a reason. And it's, you know, I'm not, I don't know how strong I am until I'm tested. And I feel like it's a crappy way to learn how to be... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then you're that strong, but but I, I it was an amazing um eye opening thing for me to realise how powerful these tools are to be able to reframe myself constantly. So if I have a thought that is a negative thought, I stop and go, Okay, how how can I choose a higher thought in this moment so that I actually mm. am feeling good instead of feeling bad? I'll give you a really like short example of that which has nothing to do with the story I'm telling but I made dinner the other night and it was um, um, potato baked. And my son, who's 16, he said to me, Mum, can you, he, as I was making it, he's like, can you cook the potatoes more this time because they weren't that cooked last time. And I like immediately, I'm like offended. <laughs> and I was like, hold on. So I'm like, oh, oh my God. And I knew that they weren't cooked that well last time, but I was offended, right? Because he was attacking my cooking. That was the first thought. And then I was like, okay, hold on, I've raised a child who didn't say anything at the time. He's actually gone, waited till the opportunity to be able to say it prior to me cooking it and said it in a really loving way. Now that is a way better thought to, to make me feel good as opposed to going, he doesn't like my cooking and he thinks I'm a terrible yeah. cook. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well, what a beautiful question I, I like to ask myself is what what love am I denying right now if I'm having a negative thought and that's how I go change my thought patterns and sometimes you'll say a thought and it's worse and that's okay you say that was worse and then you keep looking for other thoughts until you can find one that actually makes you feel good yeah. about the exact same situation so it's just having a different perspective so that you can really um live in a high vibe life we get to, we deserve to live in a high vibe space yeah. and it's okay to be low vibe 
and love yourself through that because when you love yourself through it, you'll get through it so much faster and then you can reframe to become into a higher space. Mm, definitely. Oh, that's really useful. I love that example. It's a really, um, I think that, I feel like that could be a really um, common kind of example like of kids saying something like that to their mamas and uh, yeah it's so useful like your reframe on that and stuff and yeah it's be- yeah. it's really really powerful um what makes you feel inspired or like your best self um I love being able to help people I love helping people have hope and I love seeing people realize how powerful and amazing that they are like mm seeing them like it click over and realize and their life changing completely their relationships changing completely is just it's yeah you can't I can't even describe how amazing it is it's this beautiful I feel like there's like popping their lights popping uh, uh, open they're all of a sudden they they can see what's always been there but they have been blinded toward it you know I can I don't know if you, 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 you would experience this in your lives where people give you compliments and you kind of go, because I'm sure you would receive a few in your life, Mala, but you kind of block it, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, okay, like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. But it's funny how if we see, receive a negative comment, we'll take it in and we'll analyse it and we'll be like, yeah, like, what can I do? Or that person's all completely rejected, that person's crazy. But if we get a compliment, we're just like, oh, yeah, thanks. And that's it. We'll just leave it outside of ourselves yeah um take it in analyze it let yourself actually receive the compliment and go hold on even though I'm saying this thing inside of my head that person's receiving me this way why are they receiving me in such a delicious way yeah and I don't feel that way about myself yeah that's that's great I love it um what are you curious about right now Oh, well, it's a pretty crazy time in the world right now. So I'm just curious about, (laughs) I'm just curious about how, how society responds to things. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm super excited because I feel like there is going to be a lot of shifts happening in the world after all of this craziness has occurred. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like a lot of it's about our, you know, all those negative stuff coming out that um, allows us to kind of shift through and become so much, uh, such a more connected and, and beautiful society. So I'm very curious to see how the world continues to respond to the craziness that's occurring. Yeah, me too, me too. And um, I saw a beautiful post, a video today on Facebook all about um, gratitude for like our planet and stuff and the time to reflect and um you know, I know people are really deep in overwhelm and totally understand that, but this video just was really uplifting and really showing the resilience of our planet and a reminder of what we get to look at going forward too. So I'm really curious about all of that as well. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people are. Um, So what's your favourite book and why? Oh, there's a book called, I love, I love reading. Um, so it's a tricky one to, to pinpoint the exact, which one would be my favourite book. But the one that keeps popping to my head is called The Untethered Soul. Mm, um, I love 
book. Yeah, and I'm trying to think why that keeps popping straight to my head, but it's it's a beautiful book on um, how would you describe it, Mala? It's like permission to just be truly yourself and your you know your your uniqueness and like that's your superpower. Mm, and yeah, it is, and it's I don't know. The word presence really comes up for me with that book in just being like present to what is in yourself and in others and just allowing all of that to kind of unfold. Um, I don't know if that resonates for you, but yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's a beautiful book. It does. It definitely opened my mind quite a lot to um, just full permission to be here and be okay with whatever is. Yeah. So, um, that seems so poignant for right now as well, you know. Um, it's yeah. That's I read that last year, I think, and I really loved it. So I'll definitely pop the details of that in the notes. Sorry, were you going to say add something? No. Okay. Sorry. Um, there was a bit of a delay with the internet. I think. <laughs> Um, but that that pause, if you're listening, that pause is a beautiful chance for you to just do some box breathing. <laughs> um, so I have some fun little fun questions that I tend to ask. Um, so room, desk, or car, which would you clean first? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and what, yeah. <laughs> um, and what profession other than your own would you love to attempt? Oh, sorry, you cut out there, Mara. I didn't catch all of what you said. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you love to attempt? Oh, that's very interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, that's super interesting. I feel like, I don't know. That's a tricky question. I love, I, I would love to, it's funny, I was going to say, I'd love to be like a, a doctor or something, but then I feel like that's pretty similar to what I was doing. What would it be a profession? Something like a humanitarian or, or or somebody who works in the UN. Like, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah, it would be. Um, it'd be, I think, quite challenging but rewarding as well, like really fulfilling. Um, and on a slightly different note, on a scale of 1 to 10, how weird are you? We were talking about this the other day. My my daughter was saying like how, <laughs> how everything's gone weird. Or oh, are we not normal anymore? I'm like, darling, darling, I was never normal. Never <laughs> <enjoy> you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that's the best thing is embracing embracing all of the weirdness. It helps a lot. Yeah, definitely. Falling in love with yourself again. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. Um, and what do you wish you'd known when you first started out? Um, in, in life, do you mean, or in, in my coaching career? Um, yeah, I guess whatever comes up for you, like what what I would love. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like what I would love to know in embarking on my career as a mother would be to, um, to give myself a break and to, um, from the beginning, put my own needs first so that once I filled up my own cup and I've had all my needs met, then my cup can overflow and I can give more to my family. Whereas mm-hmm. when I, what I was sort of led to believe was what you did was everything for everybody else first and then if you had time, you sort yourself out. And yeah. so I feel like that's been my biggest change in my life that actually I'm the most important person because if I fall down, the whole family falls down. So um, putting myself and my needs first is actually the least selfish thing that I can do, even though we've been taught our whole lives that it is the most selfish thing. It's, it's the least selfish thing because then I have more, I can give more to everybody in the family if yeah. I've made sure that my needs are unmet because that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so important to break down that conditioning because I think it's so conditioned in us to put ourselves last and just it doesn't serve. It's not useful. Um, and so what would you say to that? Say, let's talk about when you were a first fresh new mama. What would you say to her? It's, it's, it's such an, a crazy time in your life, doesn't it? Fresh, fresh mama and nothing yeah. can, compare, can prepare you for going from being, not being a parent to being a parent. Um, I, I invite you into, as a fresh mum, is to really soak up all those love moments but also allow yourself to be helped because we allow yourself, everybody's dying to help you. And it's not because they feel like you can't do it. It's because they want to help you because they've done it and they know how freaking hard it is. <laughs> so allow yourself to be helped because I feel like, especially I know my journey as a mum, first time mum was like, I wanted to get it all right. And I wanted to, you know, be the best first time mum that I'd ever have. Like, so then I would do everything on my own and I wouldn't, you know, people would come over and you wouldn't just go, here's the baby, I'm going to go have a sleep. Like, <laughs> you can do that. You can do that and nobody's going to think you're less of a good mum. They're actually going to think you're an amazing mum who's coping really well because you're able to be able to give, pass your baby over and go for a snooze or let them take the baby out on a walk or any of those things I know it's easier said than done because you just want to you know hold your baby so close but yeah if you learn early to accept help it's amazing or ask yeah and it's definitely a form of leadership and it teaches your kids they'll model that off you to ask for help and you know I think that's really crucial um and what would you do and differently? Especially as a first-time mum, just just love yourself through it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What would I do differently? I, for me, um, we're 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 lagging behind. Yeah. One of my um, 
one of my biggest things that I'm coming more and more into is making sure when I am around my children that I'm really present with them and creating space to be really present. It's super easy for me, especially, you know, juggling my own business, actually working and having five children to rush and um, try and get a million things done. So what I'm really leaning into at the moment is is when I create, like I'm actually now scheduling really present time. I was so resistant to schedules for the majority of my life. Um, but now I'm actually consciously creating that space. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's, it's making a huge difference for me. Yeah, amazing. Um, and... If you could remove all barriers and constraints, what project would you love to work on and be known for? Uh, I love this. I would still be doing what I'm doing if I had um, no barriers and constraints. It would just be helping mums recognise how awesome they are and how much energy they already have within what we use wasting, wasting on worrying about things. And, yeah, it just... it. Not only does it change the world because of these beautiful humans, but then how they are with their families and their children, it changes them, you know. Um, and, you know, my kids now will come and say things to me that I would have said to them and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing Like that you had this skill from the very beginning. So I yeah. feel like I would still be, I would be just getting my message out further and further if there was no barriers and constraints. Yeah. Um, and what's the best compliment you ever received? Mm. That I'm a really good mum. That just like my heart melts into a million, million pieces. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's one thing that your work's done for a client that you didn't expect? I um I had an amazing client recently, actually a couple of months ago, who um, reached out for me to do some work um, on their money story, like an unconscious, finding out what's happening on an unconscious level for their money story. So when you're healing and when you're working with people as a coach, it's my belief in life that that everybody's a reflection of stuff that's happening within you as well. So yeah. when I'm working with somebody and they're breaking through, often when people come to me. I, I, their story resonates so deeply because it's part of who I am as yeah. well. Like that's why they've come to me. That it's, it's a healing that I get to do. When I'm working with them, I'm also healing myself, and so it's a beautiful symbiotic kind of relationship. Um, anyway, so we we were doing this money story, and we did just like the first part of it, of my process. And he um, we I woke up in the morning and I had all this money deposited into my bank account. So I called, I messaged him straight away and he was like, I woke up with a random thousand dollars in my bank account. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Wow. <laughs> and, and every time we did a session, he would sell more of his stuff or do stuff. And I was like, it's not traditionally, I don't really, that's not what I advertise. Like I don't really do the money story as part of the thing. It was like a one-off situation. So I was like, wow, this, this is amazingly powerful. I know yeah. how it works with relationship, but I had no idea the relationship with money would be so fabulous yeah oh, that's awesome um and what does, cool. what does elevating your life and soul mean to you life and soul is for 
me, it's about living in living in a high vibe space, like having fun, feeling the earth's time. You can find the joy and the love and being in control of of experiencing joy and love instead of experiencing like the craziness yeah and it feel and sound it just doesn't feel really good like live a life that feels really <laughs> good and if it's not feeling good then pivot and make it feel good again mm. yeah um and is there before i get you to share a little bit of what you have out there is um is there anything that I didn't ask that you wish I had asked you? Oh, I love, I love all the questions. It's amazing when you get onto a podcast like the that where your brain goes and it's it's beautiful what comes out. And so I'm I'm very grateful to be in this space with you oh, and share medicine. You, me too. Um, with you because you're doing an amazing thing. Thank yeah. you. I, I don't feel like there's any questions that I have. Awesome. So what have you got out there that I can we can direct a listeners to um, and where can people find you? Yeah, beautiful. So I'm 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 a coach and I love working one on one with beautiful women. I'm gonna have a um a course in because I actually train as well. So that's going to be coming out later this year. Um, an online course. So mamas can do it from home. And we can all do it together. And um, But I, I love coaching. It lights me up. And I have an eight-week program that um, that really gets into the unconscious mind and all the programming that's working that's kind of making you not feel so great and um, getting you into a space where you feel calm and in control of your emotions, which is such a huge, a huge thing for mamas. And then really allowing you to create your own life and really allowing you to get into a really high vibe space. So I, I love doing that. I love working for you. And you can find me on my socials, which I'm sure Mara will, will put up when we when she puts I will. the podcast up with Realign with Raku. And um, yeah, just message me. I'm like I'm a mum like everyone else and I'm human and I, I love hearing from people and your and their experiences. So don't be afraid to just message me and let me know where you're at because um, I'm, I'm here to serve. It's, it's a, truly an honour to be able to work with beautiful mums and, and allow them to see how fabulous that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Um, with our few little tech hiccups to get here, it was so worth worth the little roundabout way we got here today. <laughs> but I, and I'm really, really grateful to have you on. So thank you so much. Yeah that you're creating for your community and it's it, it really is a gift and um i'm you know we've touched base a few times and every time i have i feel my soul feels elevated and uplifted so i'm really grateful to be able to uh share this airspace with you oh thank you all right have a great day Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, please give it an honest review on iTunes and let me know what you loved and what you want more of. Your feedback helps me truly elevate the show into something that really serves you and allows me to keep pouring my heart and soul into it. 
This is for you. Let's rise together. And remember, know your value, know your worth. I love you, beautiful soul.